Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. I got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the Brandon Hagel trade, the Blackhawks' last two games, and some trade rumors. So the grill in the room is Brandon Hagel was finally traded. Uh, well, some people thought he was going to go. Some people didn't think he was going to go. I didn't think that he was going to go because he's pretty much a homegrown guy. We've been saying that we need to keep these guys and we never do. You know, we trade away practically everybody that we get, at least everybody that we that we draft and, and develop. But mm-hmm. we got a two first-round draft picks, Taylor Radish, Boris Kachuk, and here are the stipulations on those two first-round draft picks. One is in 2023, another one is in 2024. If Tampa gets a top 10 pick in 2023, they transfer their unprotected first-round pick in 2025. If the, in 2024 they get a top 10 pick, then they send over their unprotected 2026 uh, first-round pick. So, Matt, Brandon Hagel to Tampa. It's a big deal. The Bolts got him. Uh, he's somebody that they, to be honest with you, need. Uh, actually, if you really think about it, he's somebody that every team can really um, can really use. A guy who's kind of in the middle of the lineup, but plays pays above that. Um, he plays above that that line assignment. What do you think about the Brandon Hagel trade? Yeah, I think for both teams, it's a win. I. I was you know i was like every other hawk fan i was you know upset at first like oh how can we get rid of a guy like this a speedster hardworking, like a chicago type of player you know just a guy that everybody gets behind and you know kind of like an adam burrish but obviously he's got you know, a better scoring touch but yeah i i i'm i'm actually happy with the trade I, i'm my other team, I haven't been shy about it. I've been a Tampa Bay Lightning fan for a while, and I'm happy he's on that team. He's probably going to be on the third line. Uh, and, you know, they lost some players last year. I know the Rangers took some guys from them. Uh, I believe they, they lost Yanni Gord to the expansion draft. And this is a guy that could fit anywhere, like you said. Any team would kill to have a guy like this. And he is going to he's probably going to be playing some penalty kill. He's going to be just, you know, like a checking line guy. He'll fit right in. Uh but for us, I'm really happy f- for getting these first round picks. When you're rebuilding, you need first round picks and you're going to hope one of them is going to turn into a gem. Hopefully the next franchise guy like kind of like a Caner Taves type of thing. So I- I'm I'm okay with this and I uh Taylor Radish, hey, he had a great game against the Jets tonight. I think uh, these these two guys that we we got they're NHL ready and we need guys like that. So I, I'm happy with the trade. I think. Yeah, I won't say that I'm happy with it because you know, like I mentioned, you know, we drafted Hagel. Mm-hmm. He was ours, and he could have been somebody that you know, kind of just uh, just stuck around with the club for a while, and you know, we kind of reaped the rewards of having a good draft pick. But yeah, uh, and that cap hit, man, it's. <laughs> Not even two million, and he's yeah. got two more years. Tampa Bay, they're they're gonna love him. They're gonna absolutely love him down there. Yeah, uh, who knows, man? I mean, he could be a thirty goal scorer down there. I don't know. I think I think next year he might he could make his way into the top six, but uh, this year I think he's probably gonna max out at twenty five. Hopefully, yeah, M- maybe you know maybe twenty seven. But uh, hey, he's got a chance to get a Stanley Cup. So I'm happy for the guy. I hope that the the Lightning could uh, get out of that division because it's <laughs> Florida got better and it's going to be crazy. 
You know, it's it's funny because Hagel, you know, he works so hard, and now he's on a team. Uh, you know, because the Hawks have been pretty much somewhat hopeless, the you know, the entire season. And this guy just never stopped working. And I think that it's awesome that he's getting an opportunity to compete for a Stanley Cup. He's going to make it into the playoffs and get that experience, which is uh, which is incredible. If you haven't heard of Taylor Radish, he's actually played with Alex DeBrinkett and Dylan Strome before. They played for the Erie Otters, didn't they, Matt? Yeah, yeah, there was a pick of them uh, before the game. It's pretty cool, actually. That yeah, that's really cool. United, yeah. Yeah, so they have some they have some chemistry. Watching Taylor Radish today, I'll I'll tell you what, man, uh, he didn't look bad. He looked really noticeable today. He set up, um, um, you know, actually, hold on, let me let me let me go back before I even get into Taylor Radish. <laughs> the Blackhawks lost to the Wild three. I'm just getting ahead of myself because you know we traded Hagel. I was upset about it, and this guy Radish is in his second game. He's playing pretty well, so um. So we're going to go back to the, they played the Wild yesterday, lost three to one. One was an empty net, so it was a two to one type of game. Uh, Doc had some good shots and he seemed pretty motivated. He seemed to be, you know, around the ice quite a bit. He's been playing wing recently. He just got moved back to center and um, he looked good out there. You know, I think with um, with Hagel gone, it's gotten some guys' attention and and maybe they, they feel a certain way about it and, and uh, you know, they don't want to get traded. So... Uh, as of recently, I've seen Doc taking more shots. Normally, he's a pass-first, uh, pass-all-the-time type of player. But in some situations where he's had an opportunity to shoot, he's been shooting the puck, man, and um, and creating some opportunities, which is good. Also creating some, um, you know, some rebounds and some some second-chance opportunities, which has been been really good. Have you noticed um, a change in Doc's play over, I would probably say, from the past eight games to prior in the year? Uh, from maybe switching from center, I mean, I guess you notice him more when he's at center because he's missing all those faceoffs. But um, <laughs> quite honestly, man, I, I haven't really, even tonight's game with the Jets, I know I'm jumping ahead. I, I didn't notice Doc at all, really. Uh, Lincoln had looked dialed in and played well yesterday. Um, I think he goes down a little bit too quickly. You mentioned that before, Matt. And it cost us a goal yesterday because he dropped down, got passed off to the slot, and the guy just fired it in. And uh, do you notice? did you notice that about Lincoln and him, him going down really fast? To be honest, man, it's all goal, goalies now in the league. Uh, it's just like a new, it's a new way. It's how they're brought up, and they're trying to play the percentages and stuff. And it... It's frustrating because I mean I'm I guess I'm a little older <laughs> like I'm I'm in my late mid 30s now so these guys are in their 20s and I was just brought up different I was brought to challenge shooters stay up but now they you're yeah like you said there he you go down and you get beat easy like I I don't want to jump ahead to tonight's game because I I have a comment on that but I've noticed this around the the league these younger goalies I think Craig Anderson is like a dinosaur now he's <laughs> He's with Buffalo. He's he kind of he he was in the same camp I was, and he had the same mentor. And I, he plays a different style than these new guys like Shesterkin and Vasilevsky's more athletic. He's you know he's very composed in that. But Lincoln, I, I like he needs to play more games. I'm surprised. I know it's a back to back, but I would have threw him in tonight, especially at the trade deadline. And you hear flurry, you don't you don't want him getting hurt. So I'd like to see Lincoln you know, get some more games coming down this uh, stretch here. 
Seth Jones got on the board for the first time in a long time yesterday. He played well and carried the puck in a few times. You know, and this is something that I want to see more of in the future. Patrick Kane doesn't need to be the only guy carrying the puck in. It seems it's either him or Debrinkit who always carry the puck in. And uh, and Seth is, you know, he's more than qualified to do it, more than capable of doing it. And to be honest with you, I think that he should be urged to do so. Uh, Seth mentioned that he's here to be a part of the rebuild. And, you know, that's encouraging to hear. You know, the guy, you know, he... Got a, got a big paycheck. I think that maybe that he was looking for, you know, that he was going to be a part of an immediate type of push for a playoff, a playoff opportunity. And that doesn't seem to be the case anymore, but he's, he's on board with the, with the rebuild. And, you know, that's, uh, that's important to hear. Uh, Jake McCabe, another, another player that we got from the, in the off season. I think he's finally settled in. I think he's playing well. He's making good plays and he's roughing guys up a lot, which is, uh, you know, which is, which is nice to see. Uh, but you know, that being said, the defense as a whole has been very porous uh, as of lately. Uh, we've been letting in too many shots on net the past few games and it's been really lopsided. You know, one game, I think it was like 46 shots to 15 or something like that, which is just, it's just uncalled for and, 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 um, and, you know, it's just unacceptable. Uh, moving on to tonight, though, the Blackhawks versus the Jets. Uh, you know, Strom just keeps on rolling, man. He's got eight goals in his last eight games. He's putting himself in a good position to score, and he's not. And he's starting to reap the rewards, which is pretty much keep your stick on the ice and wait for Patrick Kane to get you a puck, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> that's essentially yeah. what's what happens. And, uh, and I, I've noticed him playing well. I, I, have to, I have to say it. He's been good at the faceoff dot as well. Uh, so it seems that him and and Jonathan Taves are the only ones who are winning uh, face-offs these days. But um, have you noticed a big uh, improvement in Strom's game? Oh, absolutely. And it, I think it's making Blackhawks fans crazy. You got some, oh, we got to keep this guy. I know there's some people out there that are nuts about keeping him. And here's my thing. If you let Brandon Hagel go, how do you keep Strom? I'd right. rather have Brandon Hagel. I don't care if he's not a center. He's younger, he's cheaper, and he's better. So I think Strom is, you know, his value is up there right now. He could fit in on a team, you know, like that, you know, didn't get their free agent, or I'm sorry, their trade deadline acquisition. He could be like that plan B type of thing. So I'm, I'm hoping the Hawks uh, get some return for him. But, I mean, if they keep him, Kaner's happy. Kaner likes playing with the guy. Keep Kaner happy. He's he's still the man here. Uh, so he, he definitely has been better since the coaching change. And lately, you move him up with Patrick Kane. He says, you know what? This is probably my last shot. If I keep, you know, being a ghost and not playing to my ability, I'm I'm probably not going to be in the NHL long. So I guess he took it serious, and he is he's rolling right now. It makes a lot of sense, Matt, because. If you look at other teams, they're like, if this guy can't play with Patrick Kane, who can he play with? Exactly. You know, and uh, and that's something to think about because you know Kaner makes every every player he plays with better. Um, as I was mentioning before, Taylor Radish had a ha- has been noticeable. He had a really nice setup for Taves' goal today. It was a, a, a pass right into the middle. Uh, Taves pretty much just a redirection straight into the net. It was it was beautiful. And he was right in front of the net for a setup from Kaner later on in the game. Uh, the guy has been, he was noticeable yesterday. I noticed him and he was noticeable today. Did he stick out to you at all, Emmett? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He, he had a nice pass to uh, Taves, I believe, 
Taves got his like what second of the year, <laughs> but uh, no, it's his fourth in his last six games. I know, but still, what's like four goals? On. I guess on Ten. the season. 10 point, yeah, 10 point, 10.5 a year. Okay. But he, uh, the third period, I thought um, he was going to tie the game. He he just wanted the puck. It was finding him. Hellebuck made some good saves at the end, but he had a great game. And, you know, it, he's not Brandon Hagel, but he, he's had two really good games. He's got two points in two games. So that's a bright spot, I guess, to look at. After that, the wheels came off in the second. I think the what did we go in one to one into the second period, man? Two, 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 two to two, two. Yep. and then it ended five to two, and uh, it yep. was it was uh, you know the Blackhawks pretty much trying to roll back for the for the the rest of the game. You know they got it back to what six to four. Kershaw had a very nice goal. I'd like to see yeah, him. Short side. Yeah. I really like to see him take more shots like that. Uh, he was, I thought Kershaw was actually pretty noticeable today. Uh, he was all over the place. You know, he's, he's just such an enigma, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, where can we fit this guy in at, you know, is he a third liner? You know, is he a second liner? Should we give, you know, if, if we've given Dylan Strom all of these opportunities, why don't we give Kurashev a, 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 a big opportunity on a line with Taves? I, I was just going to say, hey, it's Dylan Strom 2.0. I mean, it, the thing is with him, I don't, I think Foley mentioned it. When he scratched, I think he was scratched last night and yeah. he came back, he comes back. He always has a good game, so we yeah. should scratch him every other game. Every other game, yeah. Yeah, and he'll be good. But I don't know what you do with this guy. I, when you mentioned Pia Suter, I thought they kept uh, Kurashev over Suter. And uh, I was upset about that because I like Pia Suter, but I guess yeah. he, you know, he wanted to get paid, and Stevie yeah. Y saw something in him, and that guy knows his hockey, and you got to trust Stevie Y. But uh, yeah, man, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what we should do with Kershev. I, I, to be honest with you, I think he'd be like a number one winger on an AHL team, and I mm. think he'd be a great AHL type player. And I think he needs it. I think he needs a year of confidence just to see if he's got it. So before we go any further, I gotta let you guys know: if you're looking to place bets and want to do it as the action rules in. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big, too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for our team means free bets for you, and we need all the wins that we can get. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Now, if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use our promo code SHYTOMAHAWK, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code SHYTOMAHAWK at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Got to be 21 or older, restrictions to apply. So look in the show notes for details. Yeah, I was, I'm trying to see where, because I don't think he's really a third liner or a fourth liner, you know, I think that he needs to be on that second or first line to be. Yeah, I agree. But then again, I mean, he, he goes into the corners, man, and hunts down pucks, though, it's too. It's a lot, lot different, though, man. Last yeah. year, he was coming out with pucks, getting them to Kaner and, yeah. Yeah, he you was. know, Kubelik, and they were scoring. He's not doing that. 
And like you said, I don't see him as a role checking line type player or fourth line energy guy. Not at all. So it's almost like it's they might need to move on from him as well. Man, yeah, I had high hopes for him too because I think that like Same. when when yeah. I see him, but he he's got good skating ability. He he does not lack in effort, and um and you know he can he can find his way to the net. These are these are skills that Dylan Strom doesn't have yet. Dylan Strom is scoring, he's producing, and Kurashev is not. Where so there's like some kind of a like I don't know what's going on here. I think Kurashev is more skilled than than Strom. What do you think? I do too. I think his puck possession game is a lot better. I think yeah. he's better with the puck and he can hold the puck longer than Strom. It seems like when Strom will get the puck, he's looking for Kaner or he's looking for Debrinkat. He's just looking to move it fast. He never, you know, like even he's not pushing I'll, I'll, it. I'll go. I'll go. Brian Campbell. Remember when Brian Campbell? You know he would get the puck. He'd look. He great vision. He can find lanes and stuff. I've never seen Dylan Strom do that. Like turn around and kind of reset everything. He's always moving north and south. I don't ever see him. You know, I like Campbell with this example because I can see Campbell go full speed to the red line and you know what? He turn around and say, Nah, I don't like it. I'm gonna reset you know, all these lanes and stuff, and then, you know, find an open lane. He, Stromer is not that type of player. And I think Kershev has that ability if he, you know, got the opportunity to do it. Yeah. You know, you know, Brian Campbell had really great stick handling. He was fast. He was agile and he had great vision. You know, these are things that Strom doesn't have. No. Um, I'm just trying to think of like why that he would, um, maybe he's benefiting from playing with Kane, you know, who knows, but I, I just think he's, you know, not that type of guy. I, I yeah. don't, he's not, he's the guy that will get the puck to you and just kind of keep moving forward, like give and go types of guys like his goal sure. tonight. That was a great play. The, yeah, that I thought it was. made a great play and he, he found the open ice and it was a tapping for him. That's his game. He's not a guy that's going to. You know, be like Kaner and on the on the you know on the top of the circles, like looking. Right. Got nothing this way. I'm gonna get it down low, to the to the goal line, or I'm gonna get it to my points. You, you never really see. He's just like a an old school like North American type player. You know, right. just North and South. That's it. Right. So moving on to Mark Andre Fleury, and you know, I honestly we're at March 20th. I think that Mark Andre Fleury should be on the bench most nights and we should be giving Lincoln in his starts at the end of the season. It's somewhat been a lost season for him. You know, he's supposed to be developing under Flurry, but Flurry has taken a lion's share of the of the starts this year. And I think that it's time for Lincoln in to have his opportunity, you know, now. Uh, the, the Hawks aren't playing for a playoff spot. I think that they're playing for pride, but I don't think that they're looking to make the playoffs. I don't think that they, they really can, to be honest with you. With because of their lack of consistency, so Lankinen should be get, getting his time in in net. What does it matter if if Flurry plays now or not? If we agree to you know to honor Stan Bowman's you know handshake deal that we won't we won't you know send him out, we won't trade him. That's fine, but that doesn't mean that he has to be the number one goalie every single night. You know, it's like yeah, we'll keep you, but you're not going to play every night. You know, even though that's what he wants. So, uh, and look, we're trying to develop Lincoln because Fleury's going to be done within the next, what, two years? If he, if he wants to play, this year. he wants yeah. to play another year. He says he wants to play another year, but this could be it. 
and it's time for Lincoln to start. Matt, what do you think should be like, you know, like maybe the schedule going forward for Lincoln and Flurry? Well, I think, like I said, I think Lincoln should get more starts here because we need to see if he's going to be the guy in net for us. I mean, look at Nashville. They they had Pecorine in for all these years and Saros behind the bench. You know, occasionally he would jump in on back-to-back nights and get a start here and there. But it takes long, and we, we need to see what this kid's got. We we had like a COVID, two COVID seasons, right, with yeah. Lincoln. And so we didn't re- he didn't really get to play all these NHL teams. We were playing in our same division and stuff like that. I would I would like to see what he's got, and I, I'd like to see him start more. And for Flurry, like if they if they don't trade him, it's got to it, he's got to get more starts because, like you said, it, it, he's not doing us any favors. Just uh, it, it's actually a Derek King thing. I think I think you know he he wants his job too, and he's like, hey, I want to be the coach next season. I got to start the best players, and of course he's going to put Flurry in because Flurry's going to give him a better chance to win. But right. he's not helping out the future when Lankinen's watching, and then when he does get in once every three weeks, the, the poor kid gets hurt because yeah. it's you know he's not in the game, you know the game reps and stuff. So I I definitely would like to see him. How, how many games are left? Probably what are we at? Probably twenty games. I'm I'm I think the trade deadline is always twenty games. So yeah, I like to see him get fifteen starts. Quite honestly, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, you you know, if it was worked out with him and Davidson, you know, maybe like, hey, look, we're going to keep you around next year. You know, it'd be like, oh, OK, so I'm not I'm not coaching for my job. You know, yeah, he is, though. He, he, he is. Really yeah, he is. is. Yeah, he's he's coaching for that job. And yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah. But you're not you're not doing you're not doing your goaltending prospects any favors by doing this. Right. So Matt, let's go over some NHL rumors, man. We've got. Flower to mini. What have you heard about that? So I heard this today, this morning. I, I guess Billy Guerin was really, really on Davidson about getting flurry. And then I've seen different tweets about it's 60% likely to happen and that people are throwing numbers out and stuff. And the rumor is Kyle wants a first round pick for him. And you know what? I don't blame him. I, I think you should try to get a first round pick if he agrees to go. And Billy Guerin said, "No, I'm not giving up a first round pick for a for a rental player." And here's my thing: we're divisional rivals. We're not going to do you any favors. You have to overpay, or you're going to get knocked out in the first round with Cam Talbot. That's my opinion on it. I think Kyle's got to be like a savage with this. I think so too. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think he should stick with it. And if it doesn't happen, hey, okay, it doesn't happen. We got Mark Andre Fleury for free, so it's not like it's going to hurt us. Right. It's like we're not beholden to just do the deal because you don't want to pay. You don't want to pay, then go into the playoffs with what you've got. You're going to get knocked out in the first round anyways. Good luck. I don't see this Minnesota team making it past the first round. They barely got past the Hawks yesterday. Even with Flurry, it's going to be tough. (laughs) It's not not like they're... Like the Colorado Avalanche, Florida Panthers, that'd be one thing. Like, oh my gosh, sure. they got flurry. That's that's a huge thing. Right. Even even Vegas. Get, but I don't think I think Vegas is in deep trouble. Max Pacioretty went on IR today, wow. so it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for them. It's Somebody's over. gonna squeak in. Yeah, it's pretty much. So it's, it's a over. lost season for them. And I don't flurry. It's it's probably dead there. 
It's probably dead with the Maple Leafs because I heard that they're okay with the kid that they brought up until <laughs> Campbell gets back. So who knows? This could be the only, the last shot if we're, you know, we're hearing all these teams that want Flurry. I think this is the last shot. And we're going to see if Billy Guerin is going to have the balls to do it or not. Have you heard anything about Kubalik and the and the Ducks? You know what? I heard Kubalik to the Carolina Hurricanes. Ah. That's what I heard today. And I don't know. I know they like um, you know, the European type of players like oh, Kubalik, yeah. but I, I don't know, man. I four million a year and what are they gonna give us? We'd be lucky to get a third round pick, maybe, maybe another player swap. But if they want to do it, I'm happy with clearing some cap. Especially yeah. when you're rebuilding. Yeah, but, I mean, the goal here would be to get draft picks, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. You're probably going to get a third rounder. Top second. I I don't know, though. Um, but it's definitely time to move on from him. He's just the poor guy. I think he had a wide open net tonight. And he totally whiffed big time. And yeah. it just can't happen, man. It can't happen anymore. Yeah. Well, Claude Drew has been dealt to the Panthers. I think that that's kind of weird, man. You know, I'm, I'm, it's weird. Yeah. It's really weird to. I mean, I'm sure that I haven't seen him yet, but I can just imagine he would look good in that in a, in a Panthers uniform. But it's really weird to see him, uh, you know, not with Philly because, you know, he defined that team for a really long time. Yeah, thousand games. He ended up. He said, "I wanted to play a thousand games with the Flyers. That that was very important to me." And he played his thousand uh, game, and then they traded him the next day. <laughs> and I actually heard he shut down two trades to the Rangers. Really? He pretty much, he pretty much didn't give Philly a choice. They were, you know, they were trading with Florida. That was like the only team I heard. I heard Colorado too, but I think we talked about this. Like putting him on that team, I don't think. It, they have so much talent up front. I don't think he would really be that much of a factor. I think he's going to be more of a factor with the Panthers. I think I, yeah. I like the trade. I think him and Barkov, Huberdo, I think that's going to be a crazy awesome line. Maybe the brunette will move him somewhere else, but I think he's going to love it down there. And you know what? Hey, maybe they win this year and he resigns for a couple more seasons, or maybe he, he'll even go back to, to Philly really cheap, like kind of like a Kaner. Like what we're uh, expecting with Kaner when his deal's up. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and we've also got Mark Giordano to the Maple Leafs. What about that? Yeah, that happened yesterday. I think the Leafs gave up a second rounder. Uh, I like it, but quite honestly, I was kind of hoping for a uh, Calgary Flames reunion. because Another know the weird guy. one. Yeah, I, 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 he, that guy was Mr. Calgary Flames after yeah, Jerome McGinley left. It would have been cool to see him because look how good they are now. He went. You know, he was on the team last year. They didn't make it, and he gets uh, picked by the the Kraken. And look at they're in first place. Daryl Sutter's got him playing awesome, and it would have been cool because I think the Flames are going to really make some noise and possibly make the uh, Western Conference Finals this year. What about the Avs, man? What what's going to go on there? So here's the thing, man. Like you're looking at all these contenders. Say, like we're looking at Tampa Bay. They went out and got Brandon Hagel, and they got somebody else today. I think uh, uh, Nick Paul, I believe, from Ottawa, who's a pretty good role player. So they're they're getting reloaded, ready to go. And you got Claude Giroux going to Florida. You know, they added in their their all star, and now it's like okay, the Avs are just kind of sitting back. 
do they need help? I don't think so, but usually GMs, when they're going for it, they like to make a little bit of a splash. I know Stan Bowman used to do it. You know, he'd get Michael Hanzus the one season. He'd get, um, I think it was uh, Vermette, the uh, 2015 or 13, I forget. But I, I don't know, man. I, I think that they should—would you go for a Phil Kessel if he's available? Yes. And the, you got teams that are— Still paying half of his salary. I, I believe the Maple Leafs are paying a little bit still, and uh, I think even Pittsburgh might be paying a percentage. So he's he's getting paid like three million right now by the uh, Coyotes, or I'm sorry, the Coyotes. Yeah, they are paying him three million a year, I believe. But I mean, I I think I'd make a splash even if I were the Rangers right now. Like if you're ki- trying to be like the contender, you want to kind of match up against these teams that are making all these moves. So. I don't know, man. I think I'd go after a Phil Kessel, maybe a Max Domi, just to just to say, hey, yeah, we got a guy too. We're 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 loading up and we're ready to go. We're we're for real. So that's my opinion on that. You got anything else, man? No, man. Uh, I just uh, it's gonna be exciting tomorrow. My phone is usually glued to my hand. I'm looking at updates <laughs> and stuff. It's always been since the Hawks were terrible. I was always into the trade, uh, the deadline. I used to download the tsn app and they do like live updates now with right. twitter twitter stuff you got so many insiders and guys leak and stuff and yeah even with haggle you know i, I think i remember texting you and you're like what i'm like yeah it says he's been traded oh, and it just God. doesn't know what team yet but you know people are they talk and it spreads fat i mean look at the kraken we knew the the lineup before they did their expansion draft oh Some yeah that's right the leak stuff so it's it's crazy how fast word spreads. So, I yeah, I look forward to it. I'm going to just need to bring my charger to work and make sure my phone's not dead by uh, you know, noon. Yeah, no kidding. Well, everybody, we'd like to thank you for listening. We got another one coming for you Thursday. And be sure to stay tuned for that one after the, the trade deadline. And we'll see where the Hawks are by then. So, we'll catch you guys on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.